1: Did break even, and I feel good about that, and mm-hmm. what you know what transpired from a motorcycle accident and uh, you know a bunch of scotch and rum you know made me a better designer. I think that's a pretty, that's pretty cool
0: <laughs> Welcome to Game Dev Advice, the Game Developers podcast. I'm your host, John J.P. Podlassic. I've worked at 10 different game companies, starting back in 1989 with the Turbographic 16. Over the decades, I've developed games like Mortal Kombat, Avengers Initiative, Beavis and Butthead, and numerous others. I now work for a startup called Level X. But this podcast isn't about me. It's about you and the game development community. So if you have questions or ideas, give a call, 224-484-7733, or go to the gamedevadvice.com website. I have a great episode for you today. So let's kick things off with the new game dev advice. J.J. Williams has been in this circus for over 15 years, surviving four studio closures, including his own. He's a designer that's had the privilege to work at studios like Midway Games, Disney Interactive, and NetherRealm Studios slash WB Games. He's also made a lot of great friends along the way. He shipped his own game and works on a mobile game that has hundreds of thousands of players a day. Mortal Kombat and Disney Infinity are just a few of the major games he's worked on. He's done combat, level, system, and narrative design, to name a few, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. He started at the absolute bottom with no knowledge about this industry, and through hard work, became a designer that leads teams and directs outsourcing. Plus, he still freaking loves what he does every day. Let's welcome JJ. Hey, JJ. Thanks for being on the show. Great to be here, John. Awesome.
1: So let's get started. Like, what's your current role right now? So I am an advanced uh, designer at NetherRealm. I'm working on both mobile and console projects over there, and it's exciting because I'm uh, working not only with people in the studio in Chicago, but also outsourcers, you know, in uh, various countries and whatnot. So it's always an exciting day. Every day we go go in because you don't know what you're going to
0: get. Yeah. No, it's having having that variety, having different time zones, and just having all that stuff coming, I'm sure,
1: keeps it uh, interesting. You know, it's uh, a little bit better than the Japan one that we had to deal with at Disney.
0: Yeah, yeah, there were some challenges with that. That's. <laughs> 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 JJ and I worked at uh, Wide Load Disney Interactive, and yeah, we uh, were working on a game at one time, which I guess I should probably. We should probably keep That's been wrapped out. It's been let That's out, no. yeah. No, yeah, it's been out. Yeah. It's. Uh, Kingdom
1: Hearts. I'll
0: say it. <laughs> Send the yeah. legal team after me because I have nothing. Yeah. yeah, it was the Kingdom Hearts game. It was um, challenging times, but hey, <laughs> I'm glad the IP is doing well and they're still doing
1: good. Because yeah. yeah, looks like that game sold well, so I think they're doing all right.
0: All right. Way back machine time. So tell me, how did you get started in the video game industry? Jeez,
1: oh, uh, we know each other
0: those twenty years, and I know you were in it before then. So yeah.
1: So mm-hmm. let's just say I started my journey in 2001. Where I already had a business degree and I was working as a pretty much a headhunter, and mm. I was not very happy. I was pretty miserable with my current state of uh, employment. Right. And it really was like, what what drives me? What is it, what I would like? And it's like, you know, I, something I should have done probably before college, but whatever, you know. Mm. So I decided to put a pause in my life essentially and go back to school and work full time as a bartender. And get my art degree to get into games, which I had no clue on what positions there were or what you actually do in games. All I know is that cool stuff comes out of it. <laughs> this is before like your podcast and stuff like that, right? Yeah, like, right. This is it, like, hey, Metal Gear Solid is awesome. You know, Final Fantasy 7 is amazing. What if I want to do this, stuff. this? I have yeah, no I'm, idea what exactly. I could do here. And I'm right. like, I'm pretty good at art. I guess I'll do that, you know, and yeah, yeah. That's how it all. That's how it started. The snowball started. Let's just say that it started right. rolling.
0: So you bartended. You went to school. You graduated. And what
1: was the first? You were at Stainless, right? Was that the first game company? You no, were at? actually, as funny is that, my buddy Eric Zales NetherRealm, got me my first gig at Studio Gigante as a freelance <laughs> animator. And oh wow! Freelance animated on WrestleMania 21. Sorry, everyone, for that. <laughs> wasn't my animations uh i worked on the victory animation so that was like my first like oh wow okay. into, so like you know john tobias was in there yeah josh, josh way yeah. yeah todd Papaleo, some bunch of people i know yeah, yeah okay but, like, so you know i was just like this bright-eyed like i have no idea and the thing is i still didn't know how a game is made at all like mm-hmm. what and it's like hey these are designers i'm like oh that's what, what they do. do you guys do. And that's you know, It was crazy. You know, it's just, so literally my journey was like someone bumbling in smoke in the dark, just trying to figure out how, where to go essentially. So
0: exactly like my journey and yeah. And, and that's how it was, especially back then there was no schools really dedicated to it. There was no information. It was just, yeah, just kind of roll your own and figure it out
1: as you go. Yeah. just kind uh, of like, Hey, what are you guys doing? You know, just kind of knocking at doors and just, uh, you know, I have this degree in a, pretty par you know demo reel
0: mm-hmm.
1: give me a job and then you know so that contract ended and then i went over moved to boston actually so mm-hmm. i moved to boston to work at stainless steel studios that was like i would say my official first gig and that was yeah. like a qa/junior slash junior artist so they were charging me for you know they were pretty much giving me you know a qa salary but i was doing junior art stuff Mm-hmm. I'm proud to say I did all the grounding textures in that game. Very proud of myself. <laughs> Which game was uh,
0: that? They were big on PC games. I, I remember
1: yeah, them. that. Was, yeah, so, yeah, that was like a PC RTS game. And uh-huh. it was like, hey, you can be Egypt or Greece. You can be all these great civilizations and fight, essentially. So mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. And they had a pretty cool like single-player campaign. But as you'll see, a theme that's going to happen in this podcast is that uh-huh. that studio went under. So... <laughs> Had to survive that uh calling of that studio. So funny thing is, so I had a you know, a job like inquiry from harmonics for rock uh guitar hero two. <laughs> and I and it was in my spam filter the whole time. Oh. So if you can believe that. So I, that's thanks, uh Yahoo.
0: thanks Yahoo spam filters, <laughs> hotmail.
1: Whoever the hell that you were daddy. I'm sorry, Go Daddy, you really yeah you took a bite out of my pocket there. Oh man, yeah, but right. it, you know it worked out because that's when I actually met you and was at mm-hmm. Midway, right? Like, yeah. so I was QA, and the reason why I think for the most part is because I knew the stainless steel game, Rise and Fall Civilizations at War. Midway mm-hmm. was publishing that, and no one knew how the game was supposed to work because Midway closed that studio down. Essentially, <laughs> they were supposed to give them money, and then they had to close down. Essentially, I didn't. Midway yeah. didn't close them down, but. There was it was part of the you know yeah. situation there, so they had me like testing the game while working on and checking it out and explaining to the people in California how that game was supposed to work. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: And then you got involved on in all the the Mortal Kombat there. Yeah.
1: So good. then I was yeah I was just uh, in the Mortal Kombat tester you know tester crew. Right. Yeah. So I worked on you know the PSP title Unchained. And then rolled on to actually I helped out with ballers, but I'm not on it. But I was helping out with uh, was it ballers too? Mm-hmm. So, I helped out with that with the whole like boardwalk, going to all the games. And pl- I played the car wash game about I would say 300 times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, the rhythm game, right? Binyaki would have a good laugh out of that one. And then what happened yeah. was, uh, then I got over to Mortal Kombat Armageddon. So oh, that yeah. was when I became the conquest guy. So I could tell you <laughs> <laughs> where the Cobra's kimchi dwarves. made me sick. The yeah, kimchi exactly. made me sick. Oh. <laughs> That's
0: the beginning of the conquest where the player uh, gets sick from the bad kimchi. And uh, we, uh,
1: you know, Tate and Dagon and their little, you know, spat in our, you know, conquest. Right. And uh, that was kind of like, uh, so I would hang out with one of the designers uh, on that team. And we would just he would just bring me in and be like, hey, what do you think about this? And we chat about placement of items. So I know exactly where Liu Kang's armband is and all that good stuff. <laughs> you know, so it was like my first taste of like, huh, I do like this design thing. And also uh I was modding quite a bit on, on Unreal. Hmm. So that's Unreal 2004, right. I was doing some levels in stainless. And we would have a game night every Thursday, and we were playing all these Unreal like homebrew levels. And yeah. I was playing those, and they, mine kind of my levels started rising to the top, so to speak, in terms of like people on. Oh, you this is really fun. Let's keep playing this level. So mm-hmm. I, I was starting to get that rush of like I think I know what I want to do here.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah,
1: and it, it totally clicked. And then what happened was openings came open for Stranglehold. Okay. So. That was my first design title, was Midway. Uh right. you know, John Woo presents stranglehold. So I was a level designer on that. And mm. that was like I was hooked. I was like, this is it. I finally figured it out. It yeah. only took what four years, and here I am, figured out exactly what I want to do here. So yeah. yeah, and then went over to Volkster Games because Midway was I didn't go through the closing of Midway, but I helped mm-hmm. it and yeah. uh after through the stainless steel closing, I was like, right. I feel something's wrong here. So <laughs> I left spider the Spider senses tingling. Right. By the way, spider senses didn't really work on that one because I went to right. Voguester and that close a year later. But I was yeah. a yeah. level designer there. Mm-hmm. And this podcast should just be called The Closures. And then what yeah. happened was like a year and a couple months after I went to Voguester working on a, an unreleased title called The uh, Four Horsemen.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah they closed it so then that's when my disney tenure started mm. so i was a senior designer over a disney helped out a little bit a little bit not much but with guilty party that you know detective game on um, yep. the Wii, which was Whoa. really fun that was real and uh then helped start i worked on a prototype team with tom eastman he was on you know he was on your podcast yeah and- Tom. Got to work with Fribbles, you know. I get to work all with, you know. I get to talk all about these people that I got to work with. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. They still are awesome, I should say. And you know, Her- Eric Wang and all these other, you know, incredibly talented individuals. And right. uh, we went and made a couple of prototypes. Some of them, you know, didn't even make it to, you know, Disney in terms of like, hey, do we even want to make this? But worked on a couple. Right. There were, you know, a Kinect game we worked on. But what happened was after all these trials and tribulations we wound up making you know avengers initiative right where we so worked on that together that's where yeah. you and i worked at together right had some great times working there yeah <laughs> and then we got to work on the now out in the open kingdom hearts yep King hearts and, and then uh disney decided to shut us down then
0: yeah yeah i, I, I remember like Everyone's like, ah, they're too little. That's too small of a studio. It's never going to happen. They'll leave Wide Load alone. And then I get a, a text from a dude in Glendale said the missiles have launched the night before. And I'm like, and then I walk you in know. and it's like, <laughs> I see HR people from L.A. It's going down. Everyone in the back room, all the leads.
1: <laughs> Do you remember I was coming in late on, on the train and you were like, I was, our joke was like, is so-and-so there? Yeah. And, Yes, this person is actually here. And I'm like, well, that's it. Game over. <laughs> right. uh, okay. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. HR is here. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and then, the then we go on. Yeah. Right away.
0: No, that, that, that resume is after we all got drunk at lunch and then came <laughs> back and tried to drink more uh, and finish well, our, our right. liquor cabinet.
1: We did have to finish the whole liquor cabinet. We could not yeah. let that go to waste. Yeah. Uh, I think you and
0: I did a good job in the Tito's there.
1: Yeah. And great. I helped Roland, lead artist over there. I helped him finish that bullet bottle. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we were feeling good, but yeah. bad
0: at the same time. Yeah. And then the next day, hangovers, bring your orange crates and pack it up. <laughs> but, <laughs> <yourself>. Yeah. <laughs> and, I can and, laugh but, now. Laugh yeah, we ceiling. can laugh. Well, yeah. Time, tragedy plus time equals comedy. And, yeah. and <laughs> Plus, you know, to Disney's credit, it was the opposite of Telltale. They they gave us sixty day severance, full benefits, full full pay, plus severance kicked in after that. So Oh yeah, they you, you know,
1: some yeah, I Yeah, they made, took care of it. You know, they did yeah, it right. They, like I made a trip, you know, and they have a couple of benefits for uh, you know, employees working there and they gave me all those benefits still, even though like I wasn't part of the studio anymore. And right. that was yeah. awesome. Really they did they did treat us really well when they yeah. closed us and Chopped us our head off. Yeah. yeah, which which has happened
0: to me also many times. But, yeah, it's usually the big companies that <laughs> do it, but then they also take care of you when they do it. But,
1: yeah. So that that was the, you know, so three closures in. Right. And also I made my own game on the side. Oh, right. Yeah, your pirate like, game. Uh, yeah, I mean, my uh pirate game was very loosely based off of uh, my father's boat being sunk by uh, Haitian pirates, which was fun. You know, that's, uh, that's like a Polygon article if you guys want to check it out. It's yeah. legit. Yeah, I'll put it in uh, show notes. Yeah, so, you know, that game was produced by motorcycle accident money and <laughs> about five glasses of scotch. So there you go. that's how that game started. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then I went, you know, here I am at NetherRealm. You know, I was on a part of the mobile team. I'm still part of the mobile team, and I'm working on some other projects o- over there as well. But, uh, yeah. you've been, you there, been for there for how long?
0: i say, you know,
1: five, five, five years. years. Wow. And my curse has not come with me. So, right. That's nice. I shook it off finally. Right, right. You're not. You're no longer the black widow spider. Uh, you've you're, <laughs> you've you've shook you know, the curse. I finally, you know, I think it was because I got married and stuff that I kind of like broke the curse. It was like a, it was like a Disney movie. You got married. Right. Was, the curse. Right.
0: The demons are gone, and you're you're yeah. free now to you. Stay in business. To have,
1: to have insurance all the time instead of scurrying to get insurance while you're at Cobra.
0: Yeah. Pain through the nose. Well, yeah, the funny thing too is like I talked to a lot of people and they all have the same perspective. It was like, oh yeah, I was at the studio and it closed. And I went to this other studio and it closed and, and everyone thinks it's kind of unique to them, but it's actually pretty common, right? Because the yeah. industry is so, so volatile and it is, you know, at the end of the day, it's a hits driven industry. and You don't have the hits at some point that,
1: you know, the pipers do, and then you either thrive or you get shut down. So. Yeah. I mean, I do not want to I don't want to say any names or of some studios, but some studios that have been profitable have been let go by bigger, you know, corporations and stuff. And I'm like, wow, that's shocking that they shut that down, you know?
0: Right, right. So, yeah, 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 you're right, too. It's, it's not even, you don't know enough hits. It's like maybe the hits aren't big enough or, or some other reasons are
1: in place. So, right, yeah, you don't get in this industry for the stability. No. That's nope. for sure. No. I want to say it feels better, but I don't know. Maybe because I'm just, you know, it's been nice that I've been, you know, in a very stable environment. But it does mm-hmm. feel like I'm not, uh, maybe it's just two years. You know, it's been like two years, at least in my mind, that I haven't felt like a major studio has been, you know, taken down. Now, this could just be short-term memory loss, but yeah. it feels right. like it hasn't anything major lately. Or at least in the Chicago area. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, because well, yeah, like <laughs> telltale. You know, Three of tell, us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're on a nice little island here in Chicago. Yeah little island of stability and yeah, you yes. said about all the other
0: studios and other parts of the country getting blasted. So hopefully that trend continues. Um, yeah. So what do you wish you had known when you'd started back in this oh. crazy journey of,
1: of oh. smoke filled and fog need to know, Yeah. I mean that I didn't need to know all that stuff at, at art school, right? Like it mm-hmm. definitely helped me, but my goodness, I could have saved myself an art degree if I just knew just get in the QA and start grinding as soon as possible, you know? Yeah, not saying like degrees in in game development is a bad idea, but it's more of just you, you got to get in there as soon as possible because you need mm-hmm. to just start getting as you know the experience and like getting to know people. Because I really do believe that this industry is so small. Yep. That if you do well and then you actually keep your nose clean and you know, and actually are nice and you, you know, and actually, you know, talk to people and present yourself. Right. You'll be remembered for sure. You
0: know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I I say that my show all the time. It's like, if, if you, if you work hard and you you're a decent person to be around and stuff like that, it's your reputation and your reputation predicts your, your future success because people like know and trust you and then you'll be working in other places. So
1: yeah. You know, uh, I had the uh, pleasure of uh, presenting in to Paul a little bit. Uh, you know, they haven't asked me back. Okay, so whatever. They didn't ask me back. But, you know, they asked yeah. me to do a presentation. But the good thing about it was, you know, I got to tell future game developers, like, you know what, you'll get there. But also be nice and work hard. And yeah, it'll fall into place most of the time. Like it, Maybe it won't be the place you think, but it will happen. You know, mm-hmm. in games, doors right. are constantly shutting in your face, and you gotta, you know, overcome that. Especially mm-hmm. in design. Yeah, I wish I was a programmer sometimes, just because it seems like everybody wants a programmer. But it's like, you know, designer. It's like you, you know, they, it's like a gladiator ring because you're fighting against a bunch of other people. So mm-hmm. don't take it personal. You know, that's another thing. Is just like, just don't take it personal. You know, just keep going.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's business, and maybe this isn't the right fit for you, and it doesn't speak to your skills or. Or, um, yeah, just it's a different opportunity for somebody else and then find somewhere else to go. Yeah. Plus, you know, designer is a very wide range of skills, right? You can be system designer, level designer, you,
1: you know, uh, oh, yeah. you all, can all go, kinds of roles. All over the place, right? I mean, there's narrative, yeah. there's, you know, yeah, you said level systems, combat. I mean, yeah. I mean, it really, and another thing is it could be, you know, some studios I've been involved with, you know, they don't even call them designers, they're like world architects. Uh-huh. You know, and you're just like, what is what is that? That sounds so much better. <laughs> level designer. Right. You know, it's you know, they got just different naming conventions, but you know, you just gotta, you know, for any budding designer out there, just keep going and don't let the doors coming, you know, slamming your face like stop you. Just, you know, persevere, you know. Yeah. Be
0: tenacious. Yeah, be tenacious and uh look for other opportunities and you know, go to GDC and do things like that and just if that's your passion and that's where you're gonna put your energy just stay focused on that. And, um, yeah, just oh, keep absolutely. looking for opportunities and, you yeah, know, it's so, that, you know yeah. sometimes you do a lateral move or something different just to keep learning and growing. And, you know, like you, you went into QA and then that turned into a design, right? So, right. I mean, and you you know, know.
1: yeah, I mean, that's doors open just by being there, you know, and just, mm-hmm. that's why it's like, you know, a lot of people go, Hey, how do I start in? And you know, I, the GDCs I've been to, You know, I always love bumping into these people that are grinding. You know, they're just like, hey, how do I get in this industry? You know, I just got a degree. You know, I got, you know, they're, and they're out promoting themselves, which is like fantastic, right? Yeah. Good for them. And one thing I always tell them is it's like, as soon as you get that QA position that you can get a hold of, take it because that is just industry, you know, experience. And the funny Mm -hmm. thing is you might find out that you don't want to be in this industry. Yeah. You might find out that, (laughs) hey. This, isn't, this for me. isn't really awesome as I thought it was going to be like, you know, the, right. you know, politics, you know, you know, making you the know, sausage, right. As, it, yeah, as we sausage. say, yeah. yeah. Sausage making can be scary to some. And I met some really good people that were like, I actually, I don't like this at all. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I understand. Yeah. You know, usually designers kind of figure that out through college, like, mm-hmm. you know, capstones and all that good stuff. But oh, know, I right. met, like some really fantastic artists that are like, forget it. I'm out. You know?
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. So you get into QA and or get that entry level design role yeah. and, and see if it uh, works out for you.
1: For sure. And then the thing is, you bu- like if you're in QA, uh, I guarantee a designer is going to come and talk to you and, mm-hmm. you know, be like, hey, what do you think about this? Or I, I do this all the time. Like, what do you guys think? Or what what is this bug about? And yada, yada, yada. And mm-hmm. it is a time to kind of go, hey, I am so and so. Don't be over." You know, zealous right, 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 you know like, but you know be like hey i got i I know I'll show you right, right here, here's this bug, or hey, this is the you know, I was thinking like you know an opinion, but don't be too like real, you know yeah, over- right, yeah, don't be a creeper about it, but right, yeah exactly you know, <laughs> you know suggest you know, write, things and yeah r- um, write a debug and you know write a debug, you know hmm. a low priority bug, I'm sorry, I'm yeah low priority talking. right like, right, hey. I was thinking, like, this might be too hard, you know, right. and then, but also give a follow up on it, right? Just So, this is too hard. This is bad. It's like, you know, I was thinking, like, this is too hard. How about you, you know, maybe the damage is too high or something.
0: All right. Do X instead of Y and, yeah, make, exactly. make a short suggestion. God, yeah. There was one game, oh, I don't remember the game we worked on where there was a QA person. He wrote, Every bug is like an A, and they were all like commentary <laughs> things, you know, and it was like. I think like, that was an
1: outsourcer. Yeah, it was, it was some outsourcer. outsourcer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and every bug, I, God, yeah. oh gosh, God, what, you it, know, I, yeah, it was yes, like it was an animal's name, wasn't it? Like some weird name. A and duck or something? Oh, God, I don't want to say duck. I don't know. Yeah, it was during the midway days, midway, and yeah, yeah
0: it, it was always a bugs. They talk like they're on crack, and they they speak too fast, and and you should do this. Oh. And a bug, it's like, dude, it's not an a bug. It's like classify it properly, then we and then give some constructive criticism, and we might listen. But yeah, he was just too
1: over the top. It was just. It was funny oh, and you know, annoying at the same time. I don't want to say the guy's name. I think I remember it now. And okay. yes, you know, that person definitely thought their bugs were the highest of priority. Right. Yeah. Even though they might not have been that high. Yeah. A-bugs means something's crashing in the game yeah, Exactly. Exploding. Like, it's it's yeah, not uh, commentary bugs. Not, you know for no reason other than, you know, just I uh, hit the button and then it's like, no, it's, it's not of that caliber.
0: Right. Right. So, yeah. don't Don't be... Goof about it.
1: No, I grew up making bugs from you, John. You taught me how to write bugs, so I I, uh, I'm on
0: wavelength as you. Yeah, that's I had my days at the QA too. So yeah, you you learn a lot in the trenches there. You know, talk with designers and engineers a lot. So yeah,
1: you know, could I take a one moment to tell a story about you, John? Sure. Okay, (laughs) so essentially, I remember working on Armageddon. Okay, and this is like when we were crunching really hard, Mm. and you came in and sat down next to us and crunched with the whole QA team, like producer John Podlasic, the producer of Mortal Kombat came down into the QA lab and sat down for two hours, you know, washing down a Red Bull next to us <laughs> and playing games and getting bugs right. with us. And just, I was like, this guy, it's like, it's like being in a foxhole and then Sergeant comes in and it's just like, it's <laughs> it's okay, guys. We got this. And I'm like, oh my we got gosh, this. we're on like a. It's like 2 a.m. and John was right. sitting here just telling me like, uh, what you could check this bug out. And I'm like, actually, we didn't even catch that, you know. So right. you've always been uh, a Thank grinder, you. man. You've always done it. It's made uh, it happen.
0: I was just laser focused, and we got to ship this thing. So I was like, yeah, do hey, or die. Hey, do, <laughs> got a, got to ship, and uh, I can QA too. So like, go in there and work with the team. So yeah. Do, those, yeah. do that donut run over there on uh, Western Avenue and bring back the yeah, Dunkin'. Get
1: some hot dogs, <laughs> uh, hot dogs that right before it closes, before the you know, before yeah. you know. Yep. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it was was uh, interesting. <laughs> you're like, I, I'm glad, <laughs> like like you said, right? Uh, time and misery equals comedy. Yeah, you know? yeah, right, right. Tragedy plus time equals comedy. Yeah, uh, there
0: you go. <laughs> so, as a designer now, like, what kind of advice? Because you're a you know advanced designer. What kind of advice would you give other designers? Like in the middle of their career or a couple of years into their career, like on the design side, like what kind of stuff would you tell them?
1: You know, it's one of those things is, you know, I would say a new designer, you know, that's new to the scene is mm-hmm. take whatever you can get, even if it's something you don't really enjoy too much, just take it. So you get the experience because you might find out that you do love it. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't find myself much of a writer. And then all of a sudden I was working on Mortal Kombat mobile. Yeah. And I I wanted to do this quest mode, right? And it's a bunch of like, uh, it's pretty much a short story, essentially. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I wanted to do this, and then I find out that there's really nobody that's going to write this for me. So I started doing all the writing. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, the only experience I have of writing is a creative writing class when I went to business school. So I was like, okay, this is not going to go great. But I found out that I actually really did enjoy it. Quite a bit, and I actually Dominic, you know the uh, cinematic director, the you know the director of all narrative in terms of Netherrealm. Yeah, him and I just were riffing ideas, and it was like an incredibly enjoyable experience. Now, if you asked me that before I started, I would say, you know, hell no, right? But now I'm like, you know, that was really fun. I had a good time doing that. So, mm-hmm. as a new designer, don't be like, you know, it's combat or nothing, or it's levels or nothing. You right. know, I would say. Be open to anything and just embrace whatever is thrown at you and just, you know, and and tell your boss, you know, Mm. thank you. Can I have another, you know, and just be hungry for whatever you got, because that's going to help you propel into the next level. Okay, quick question break. What are your thoughts so far? Do you have a topic idea,
0: a question to ask, or a guest suggestion? Let me know at 224-484-7733.
1: For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kisik. dot com slash socks.
0: Yeah, yeah, and getting that experience and a, you have that experience, you've done it before, and then b, it kind of helps shape what area you want to specialize in. So, right, can branch out, and you can kind of, you know, add some more uh, some arrows to your uh, quiver there that you can do some other stuff in addition to combat. So, yeah, that's cool. And
1: you say you don't play Dungeons and Dragons with that type of
0: stuff. <laughs> i don't right <laughs> it's a metaphor <laughs> <laughs> i i'm the only person in the game industry that doesn't play and I, I, I was gonna say uh
1: you're, you're one of the few
0: i'm an anomaly yeah what, what about mid-level like, like yeah. what are you doing now to kind of keep your skills sharp like what are you what are you learning where, where are you getting ideas from what are you tools are you embracing stuff like yeah. that? yeah i
1: mean the funny thing is like there's a lot of ways to go here like mm-hmm. I just happen to love games so much that trying every game in the sun is not abhorrent to me. Like, I love indie games. I love, you know, the classics. I love the new ones coming out. I love the AAA, like Big Dogs coming out. Yeah. You know, so it's like, and I get it. You know, you get good stuff from all of them, right? They're like, you you glean things, even from bad games. There's like, there's got to be a nugget in there. That's like, wow, that is actually something that's kind of cool. Like if i right. done in a better, better light, I bet this could have really shined a lot brighter. Like I might, you know, I can learn from this. And, you know, funny thing is like anything like board games and de- like I know Dungeons and Dragons or like role playing <laughs> games in terms of that. Like there is like some really cool stuff there in terms of like, wow, that's an interesting system. Like I'm playing uh, when I have time right like call of cthulhu right and it's just this crazy system and i'm like this is nuts but it's it makes sense and you know mm. learning can be had out of it in terms of a systems design you right. know and like uh vice versa you know it's like you know playing you know for my you know a lot of combat games is like you know playing these other combat games and just saying like wow this is amazing i wonder what we can use from this you know or just mm. playing like apex legends like look what they did with that pinging on that system. Like they pinged weapons. So you don't have to like, you know, mess around with the control to try to tell a, you know, a teammate where something is, you know, you can just hit this button and it's all, it's, it's all set. Oh, for right. oh that's right. a really smart move. You know, mm-hmm. it's, there's a lot of things to be had and, you know, I think for, you know, GDC talks, you know, aside and all that stuff, because I think that's kind of a given is that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do that. You learn Listen from to other senior, you know, it's just talking, you know, getting out there and just talking to other designers and just like kind of getting, you know, and get out of the whole like, you know, not complain or like, you know, talk about these situations that were kind of crappy, but actually talk about situations in the design and try to get into like some learnings and just really, hey, how'd you handle that? You know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing like what you can find. Like at GDC, I was talking to some PUBG guys and I was just, just talking to them and seeing how they work and what they think about, it's really good stuff. So GDC isn't just like going to talks and then going to party. It's actually going and talking to these people and also like getting into the, you know, the nitty gritty of what they were thinking and like, why did they do certain things and what, you know, and all that good stuff. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Getting different perspectives, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I I didn't think of it that way. And, and again, it's, this is a, it's more than a job. It's a craft, right? So you you want to just keep taking inputs from all different sources and just figure out ways to kind of use those and recalibrate them and think about ways that you can incorporate them into your designs. So yeah, it's great to do all those kind of things.
1: Yeah. And you know, and another thing is like mod. So keep modding. Like don't let that right. stop. Like I still mod, you know, a fraction of what I used to, right? But mm. I still do it and it makes you learn still because you're, you know, like when we were at Disney, we had to learn how to use Unity, right? So yeah. it, it really like makes you grow as as a, you know, it was just a knowledge base. And mm-hmm. and then, you know, now I'm back in Unreal 4. And, you know, I'm still learning stuff there because it's just, you know, Unreal 3 to Unreal 4 is just, there's a whole new, you know, visual scripting system that's different, but mm-hmm. it, it's the same, but it's, it's different, right? And it's just yeah. like, ins and outs and it just makes you just grow, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: Like blueprints and figuring out ways to use that. Oh, and, yes. Yeah. Okay, so like, what about your one or two favorite, games or projects you've worked on?
1: Oh, John, would you be mad (laughs) if I said it wasn't with you? Hell no. (laughs) No, I mean, I mean, (laughs) great and all, but yeah, you know, uh, I gotta say like making my own game from the bottom up was pretty fantastic.
0: Yeah. That's great. You did that.
1: It was just like one of these things. It's like the only person I can say that, you know, made this game fail is myself. And I would like to say that it was it wasn't like a yeah obviously i'm not on a yacht out in the caribbean or anything like that in terms of cash right but i did break even and i feel good about that and mm-hmm. what you know what transpired from a motorcycle accident and uh, you know a bunch of scotch and rum you know made me a better designer i think that's a pretty, that's pretty cool, cool well, what's the know? name
0: of the game at so people can it's, check well, it i out. had to
1: take it off because of you know oh. You know, going to realm but uh, okay, it was called Pirate Blitz. You could still see it on YouTube, Pirate it's Blitz. Still, uh, All right, I'll put yeah. it in the show notes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, oh, YouTube videos,
0: that. uh, innocuous. It's yeah, no, yeah, no, no mean, downloads. You can check it out. Yeah, yeah, no
1: downloads. So there's that. You know, every game I could think of something that I was like, that was really cool that I got to design on, right? Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, you know, and not to be like, too tongue-in-cheek but the thing i something i'm working on now which i can't talk about you know okay i'm pretty excited about yeah that's fair
0: you know what that's cool too right because it's like it's not like oh my best two games were 10 years ago and now i'm just <laughs> you know what i mean it's it's, yeah. it's cool that you're but excited about what you're working goes, on now
1: the best is you have to come like, and oh, shake you know my you know but yeah, i do I, feel like something i'm working on now is pretty outstanding and huh. some good things coming. In. yeah
0: Well, that's great. So what are you curious about right now in the industry?
1: Oh, man. Well, I mean, with everything with the, you know, the violence of games, like it comes full circle, right? Mm -hmm. And the whole situation is sad. And I really hope that people understand that, you know, it's a tragedy. That's what's occurring right now. Right. But Mm -hmm. it's obviously through science and through research and all, you know, all these you know people have put time and energy behind this that uh mm. games are not a cause for these things uh right right
0: and it, they're, they're an easy scapegoat right. that people try and use but yeah it's
1: exactly yeah. and you know it's it's really it's an easy target right and yeah. sadly that's a situation that it feels like people like to hide behind and it, mm. sadly we are unparticip you know we don't want to be a shield but we're being used as a shield for people's political you know Gain the
0: ESRB electronic software ratings board. Yep, you remember that, right? Or they're still around, yep. aren't they? They should be, I think. Uh, they are. Yeah, they're totally around. I remember actually when they just time for the Wayback Machine here when they actually formed, <laughs> right? This was back in like 95 96, and they were establishing out in New York. I was at Viacom at the time, and I was working on Beavis and Butt Ed, And They're like, they sent me and this other guy, like, go out and see what this is about, help them out, whatever. So I, I remember flying out to New York. Going to the office and they had all these like little cubicles set up with people watching videotapes of, of games and having little sheets of paper to to write things and stuff and it was just kind of surreal to be there at the, at the very beginning of the ESRB and then they didn't know how to classify stuff right because they were doing this say for the first time so like with Beavis and ButtHead you know they're farting and burping and <laughs> yeah. doing Beavis and ButtHead so they like they had to come up with a classification for that so the comic mischief tag that uh, the esrb uses for stuff was created to my knowledge at least because of beavis and butthead and that we had to have some way to kind of call that out in the game and um yeah it was just surreal being in this place having these you know 40 year old people watching these videotapes of gameplay writing these little notes and stuff but that was the the beginning of the esrb so yeah
1: okay yeah i mean i love the Wayback machine john
0: so (laughs) i'm a big fan I got, got lots of way back stories. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it'll be with somebody a days.
1: You know, the ESRB made me put stickers in about like a thousand boxes because uh, <laughs> Hector Sanchez. Uh, ah, you, Hector. You know, Hector. Yeah, yeah he, yeah. Uh, we had to put a sticker. He's like, Jay, you worked on this game. It was for uh, uh, Rise and Fall Civilization at War with stainless mm-hmm. steel. Yeah. yeah. The ESRB ranked it the wrong way because we didn't disclose everything in the game. Yeah. Midway's like there was actually this element in the game. I think it was like uh blood and gore. So right. we had to change the SRB rating, so we had to put stickers on all <laughs> the boxes. How'd you it get worked crazy. into that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even I was just like th- Hey, you he worked on the game, was, he's got to do the stickers time. too. Yeah. you <laughs> got me when I was weak.
0: Yeah. That's funny. We gotta put the new sticker on and well yeah, Hector's yeah. over at uh Epic now. Epic, I, I saw him yeah. uh at GDC. Yeah, I gotta get him on the show. Good guy. He's he's
1: probably got a ton of good stories.
0: Yeah. What about thoughts on AR and VR? Because some people are like, it's too early. Other people are like, I love it. you know, where are you at in that
1: spectrum? You know, I actually, I am new to the scene on VR. I really do enjoy it. The funny thing is, I got to have a lot of energy in the tank to play those games. Like 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 super hot. hot. Yeah, Yeah, super hot. You're like, it's a workout. Yeah, I'm like, I just... I'm exhausted, right? I mean, but yeah. they're, they're really, like, cool. I mean, I have a great time. I mean, I do catch myself saying wow quite a bit. I'm like, oh, wow, this is so cool. Yeah. Do you have but a Vive
0: or what do you got? A Quest or what do you got? I have you, a Rift
1: R-O. S. Okay. So uh, with the Rift S, I can uh, do the Steam games. I can do their uh, pla- Oculus platform. Mm-hmm. I can do all the games. So cool. Beat Saber, Superhot. Like, yeah, tell me something new, right? And then I played the uh, Vader Immortal I'm not a VR connoisseur yet, mm-hmm. but I did when Vader did walk up to me and he's like bearing down, like, okay, let's, let's just tell yeah. everybody right now, John, I'm five, seven, everyone kind of bears down on me. But <laughs> when Vader bears down on me, yeah, that was like, okay, there's something here. Like I felt like, holy crap. Yeah. Darth is yeah, looking down at me and like going to you know, right here. Right. (laughs) Right. So um, I thought that was really awesome. So yeah. Had like an emotional reaction, right? You're like, there's definitely some emotional reaction there. Like super hot, like dodging bullets, like your Neo and all that good stuff. Like that's super enjoyable. There's definitely, um, it's just, you know, it's personally, it's like, I think the, the platform is waiting for a super Mario, right? It's Mm -hmm. waiting for the one game that everyone can play. And I think beat saber was close, but Mm -hmm. There's gonna be one game that's gonna be like you can't miss it, and also the price point is pretty still pretty high. And rigs, I mean, I I'm lucky. I'm a nerd, so I I love my rigs. Mm -hmm. I build my own PC and all that good stuff. Like they, that's expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's super expensive, but it's expensive. So Mm -hmm. somebody that is just like, oh, I want to play Beat Saber. So I guess you know the Quest, I think, is the best bet for a lot of people on that. Right. Yeah. Because it's all built in. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. It's a much lower price point. You don't know of all the cables and stuff like that. You know, there's trade-offs on fidelity. Yeah. I talk about the quest. I need to pick one up just to check it out. Yeah. I mean,
1: uh, I actually, I do it. I love my Oculus at Rift S. I do. I really do because it's like, Oh, I can play any of these games. Anything I want to do. I'm pretty much there. mm -hmm. I know you're kind of, you know, a little bit limited with the quest. Yeah. But the thing is I did put one on and it was like no cord on the back. And I was like, okay, that is pretty big. That is. Yeah. Yeah. You can get like one thing that really stinks is like you're, you know, you're dodging a bullet in a lightsaber battle. And all of a sudden you trip on your, <laughs> you know, a cord. Right. Right. You know, one thing is like, I'm, I'm kind of limited in space. So I'm punching my, you know, book stand down. Yeah. It's one of those things that if I had, you know, with no wires, I could do it anywhere. That's, that's a huge gain. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Go yeah. the way back machine and tell my, Previous self, maybe that was the better option. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And then like AR, I want something worthwhile there. I have not seen anything mm-hmm. like uh, in terms of, you know, this is the best game ever. I mean. Yeah. Right.
0: Something that's really um, exciting around AR and it's integral into the experience. I,
1: right. I, I just haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I really haven't mm-hmm. seen it yet. Like not saying it won't, maybe you'll know, probably tomorrow after you release this. And everyone hears me say that, like something will release and going, oh, what a fool. <laughs> but as of right now, in my you know point of view, I haven't, it's all about software, you know? Yeah. It, you know, it's yeah. it's like, if you don't have anything pushing it, you're not probably going to be able to accomplish that goal, you know?
0: Yeah. Of- well, probably the closest thing is Pokemon Go. Right. You know, and that was a couple of years ago. So I'm sure you have a lot of these, but kind of like, uh, tell me, <laughs> it's a, a funny or odd story from working in the game industry. Oh. <sighs> You no, know, like, where do I start?
1: Yeah, you know, John, I'm trying to leave you out of these. That's what I'm going to try to do. So here's a good one. Okay. So this is back in Boston. I'm at Stainless Steel. And take the car. Take the car to the Hava. Yeah, take the car to the Hava. And then Hava. the Yod,
0: and then have wasted.
1: Get wicked. You got hammered. <laughs> I got hammered last night. I think get hammered quite a bit in Boston. So <laughs> one thing was, so they go, hey, studio wide meeting. They bring us all in. Uh, and go, hey, we have a security breach done, on our, in, in our, our game, so hmm. we're locking it down. Mm-hmm. So why don't you, as a studio, go take a vacation? <laughs> okay. And I'm like, uh, you know, all the veterans were like, wait, but JJ only, uh, you know, a year into the game industry said, yeah. like, paid hey, vacation, let's go. Let's to- go. So we went to a casino. I <laughs> was I forgot where exactly, but we and a bunch of my buddies at, yeah. at the studio went on a vacation. All right. And we went and <laughs> oh god, studio lockdown guys, casino like, trip. Yeah, a bunch of like uh, rock star North guys, uh, you know, New England guys. Yeah. Like so, we all went, and <laughs> I might have been overserved. You know, they call it that. <laughs> Right. You know, I got overserved and I pretty much blew my entire rent check. Uh, (laughs) and I'm like, it's all good. I have a job I'm coming back to and I'll make it up.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Uh-oh.
1: So after (laughs) a couple Tylenol and aspirin later, yeah, we get into work and you know, it's like, hey, we're sinking to the new build. It's like, hey, how was you know, how was your trip? I'm like, oh man, I got crazy at this. Uh, You know, oh my gosh. And they're like Hey, there's a studio-wide meeting. Oh, shit. And this is like within... I mean, sadly, I do this by build times. So it would mm-hmm. take roughly about five minutes to 15 minutes to pull, pull down a new build. Yeah, And it was halfway through. So it was like either seven, you know, whatever minutes yeah. of the start of the day. And then also sudden, we walk in and they're like, yeah, we're closing down. <laughs> like, Damn it. Pack up your shit. shit. We're out of here. And I'm right. like, wait, I... I am broke. I nothing. <laughs> what happened to my paid vacation? Oh, and it gets better because then they go, oh. uh, take whatever you want. People are, like QA people are raiding the uh, game area, like the uh, oh. game library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are, you know, people are pulling video cards out of the computers. <laughs> it's pandemonium. Yeah, all right. I just pop- need, uh, I need to pull some uh these Textures down that I made for the
0: (laughs) I need (laughs) some for my real
1: my my textures, these shit textures that are like oh god, it was it was like the jackals, everyone's crazy. It was crazy. I've never experienced that since. So they're like, here's your check of your leftover vacation days. Yeah. And good luck. Good luck. And I'm like, I don't have any vacation days left. So uh Anyway, uh, I'll leave it on that cliffhanger how I got out of that one. But yeah, um I'll take you back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all part of the plan. Episode 2. Exactly. Um, so yeah, studios. that was uh yeah. that was kind of nuts.
0: Yeah. Don't go to casinos when they have a
1: studio lockdown. That's, that's Yeah, a- there you go. Hey, this you know what? Here's a free vacation. Don't go to casinos. Just stay home. <laughs> and just enjoy work on your resume and your reel whenever they exactly. say exactly work on your resume and your reel exactly
0: <laughs> your ducks Maybe in a row a the shoe's gonna yeah. drop
1: exactly <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you got another one huh uh
1: yeah i mean the closure of a uh, wide load disney wide closed disney. us down yep yeah so you know the funny thing is we thought and correct me if i'm wrong john here but mm-hmm. uh, we Try to help another studio ship a game that didn't work, Mm. and we were pretty much at a soft launch in our game, right? Yep, and we were like, Oh, we're good, we have a game in soft launch, we're gonna, we're gonna like get sort of pass over us the uh creeping death, right? 25 (laughs) people, low burn rate, right? And then, like, Dan Lone is like, Hey, they're overseas now, the firings are overseas, and they passed over us, we must have been safe, we're safe now, (laughs) like a storm, exactly, it's like a storm. But when they did close us down, and we, we touched on this a little bit earlier, but mm-hmm. we're like, well, there is a full liquor cabinet. <laughs> and we're gonna we're not leaving any anything but no one gets left behind. One last story is is just be, you know, between you know you and I, when mm-hmm. uh Kingdom Hearts was going at full full speed, yeah, frustrations were being had on both sides. Mm-hmm. The studio was kind of try coming to me and going, hey, what's going on with, you know everything that's going on up top like what are the leads saying what is everyone saying up there so uh uh-huh. you were not having the best day and you and I <laughs> start talking and we got in an argument and then also oh, we oh, yeah. and then we start dying laughing cuz we didn't know how to argue with one another <laughs> <laughs> and then we we're just like right. what the it was, it was funny cuz it was like jay what 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 do you think is going on and I'm like I don't know you tell me and then we were like going at it for like i think yeah. 10 seconds in terms right. of like going back and forth and just going, well, what do you think? You know? And then all of a sudden we just start, I've never had that experience. <laughs> just like two friends just completely just cracking up because it was just like, we're, we're mad at the same thing. And we're just like, we have nowhere to vent it to. So we just kind of came at each other. It was just, it was funny.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was funny. And yeah, it was, yeah, it was a pressure cooker at times. Right. Cause we're, we're trying to figure this yeah. game out and trying to figure out what other stakeholders want. Right. So, so they were, all this at multiple locations and it, it was a pressure cooker. And yeah, we, we were having some challenges and tempers did uh rise, and then all of a sudden we're like, what? We're yelling at each other. This is stupid. Exactly. We start laughing.
1: <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> right. Like, so what game are you playing now that you're excited about? Is there anything out there that you're like uh you know, you know, it's like one game that I am excited about that isn't is out yet is Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm a big fan of CD Projekt Red. They're like, they're just like, all so yeah, it's just like, it's one of those things, like, I think it's needed, you know, CD Project, you know, CD Projekt Red and all that good stuff. Like those guys are like really, I would say they're on top of their game and it's always exciting to see what they have in store and they have the hype train fully behind them. So that's really cool. Yeah. Keanu. Yeah. And you got Keanu. I mean, Right? He's got a motorcycle company. How do you not love the guy? I know, right? I would love to have one of his arch. There's probably another podcast for motorcycle stuff, but yeah. That's my new podcast. Yeah. Oh man, get me on there. I could tell you all about not much. Anyway, so yeah, that one, I'm a big fan of like, you know, shooters and whatnot. So mm-hmm. definitely enjoying, you know, Apex Legends. I am probably the oldest person on Fortnite at this point. <laughs> I do enjoy that still. And then also, you know, the funny thing is like, you know, being a designer, I always test out like indie games. Like there was Sky on the mobile platform. Mm-hmm. And then there was a game that I really enjoy, uh, Oxygen Not Included uh, from Clay. You know, so I do it, you know, that's a, you know, real-time strategy mm-hmm. game with like, it's got personality for days, you know? So mm-hmm. check all, that all out. over the place. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's a, It's a really fun game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, that, and then I'm trying to, Pretty much what how the day goes is I'm like oh I got time I'm gonna go play a game. Uh, Does anyone want to play Apex or Fortnite with me? Nope. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go play these you know more in depth games because you know those are more games and you got a buddy or you're not gonna have a good time. It, you don't have as good of a time as like playing with your buddies. So I yeah. will go and play like Close of Attorney Two or you know This Oxygen Not Included. Essentially mm-hmm. Right now, or if I'm got some you know gas in the tank, I'll play a VR game, mm-hmm. which lately and the, and the whole quite. online
0: thing is is about who you play with, right? So it's oh, absolutely playing with friends and not 13 year olds swearing like uh, pirates, <laughs> Tourette's, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, like you know the good old Xbox Live situation. But you know, one thing that uh, mm-hmm. Borderlands Three is doing, which I thought was really unique, was they're doing split screen again, which I thought oh, was wow. kind of fun. You know, they're just bringing it back because I'm right. like, yeah, that would be that's a great idea. So good on them for doing that, and I'll be playing that as well. But uh, when yeah. it
0: comes out. tough to do technically too because all the engineering that goes into keeping oh, yeah. in frame rate and everything. Yeah, that's that's always the almighty always frame rate, John. The almighty yeah. frame rate, FPS. All about the FPS. Yes. Yeah. Is there anything yeah. that I should have
1: asked you about but didn't? Uh, you know, um, you run a tight ship, John. I'm not going to say you missed anything. Okay. uh so you know, it's one thing is you know for you know new designers that want to come in an industry is and i i've said this but i just want to you know really push this point home which is that a take anything you can get including qa and then take no for an answer but don't let it stop you right it's like people are going to say no to you and you got to be ready for it and you got to persevere you know when i lost my job at disney and i went over to nether NetherRealm didn't pick me up right at, at first. Like, you know, I, I think uh, secretly they wanted me to sweat a little bit. So <laughs> I was looking for jobs and, you know, a lot of doors closed in my face and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't personal. It's was just, I wasn't a great fit for their team at the time. Right. Yeah. So one thing I always tell people, like uh, new people coming in, is just like, you know, keep your chin up and keep going, you know, and yeah. don't, you know, don't let it get to you. And you got to have. Thicker skin and you know, that will come with time. Right. It's
0: a tough industry. There's a lot of competition, but if you stick with it and do a good job and work hard and have a good attitude, you'll figure it
1: out. Yeah. I mean, you know, I hate to be like, hey, dad, what do I gotta do? Work hard, you know, tell the truth. You know, it's one of those things like it's kinda corny, but it is kind of truthful as well, right? It's uh you just gotta keep going. And it's Mm -hmm. easy to get, you know, especially with people, you know, with social media in terms of like people saying how well they're doing and you know people saying oh look at what i'm doing i got this job and it's like it's easy to get down on yourself it's like oh they got a job but i didn't what am i doing wrong here they're right, so successful right. but the thing is it's like you know that's their journey that's not yours and you need to keep going and mm-hmm. don't let that get to you and don't you know don't sacrifice your dreams because you had a bad week month or whatever just mm-hmm. you know even a bad year right just keep you know if you really want to be in this industry you got to like persevere. Yeah. Cool. So like where
0: can people find you online? Website, Twitter, oh. things like that. oh I got all of that good stuff.
1: Yeah. I'll put so, it in my show yeah. notes. I, yeah. Yeah, put it, you know, check fireball. out the links below. Yeah, yeah, and uh Twitter is at fireball with the P H Y R E B A L L. My Twitter will not be, you know, too exciting. It's only happy things. I try not to be <laughs> negative on it. So it's only happy times. So if you're looking for yeah. like so I'm angry or political or anything like that. I'm not your, I'm not going to be your cup of tea. I'm not going to be, you know, I'm more of just like, hey, here's a funny thing I saw or I like mm-hmm. this about a game or I like this person or, right. you know, coming soon. I listen to me on this awesome podcast. You know, mm-hmm. that's pretty much <laughs> what my Twitter handles about. Okay. So, yeah, it's uh, that. And then, you know, I got a website, but it's it's uh, more just a... I have it just because it's good to have for any designer to have a website. So, Mm -hmm. yep. Okay. Well, cool. Appreciate being on the show, JJ. I think we had some, some good stuff
0: covered here and yeah.
1: Oh yeah. It's been a blast, man. Going down a little bit down memory lane there for sure. Yeah. But uh, thanks for taking the time and doing this. I think this is like a really, you know what? Like if this was available when I was looking for a job, this would have been an awesome, awesome tool to have.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Game Dev Advice, the Game Developers Podcast. If you found it interesting or helpful, please leave a five star review. I'd really appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe, I have a lot of great episodes coming out. As always, I want to hear from you, the game development community. So give me a call at 224 484 7733 or reach out on the website gamedevadvice.com I want to know your struggles, your questions and your ideas since the podcast is really about you the fellow game developer and our game development community. Thanks and take care.